0: your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark.
1: Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm going to share a couple of stories with you from our newest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, All You Need Is Love. You know, the miracle of love can happen when you least expect it in new relationships, and in old ones, and at any age, at any stage of life. So what I really love are the stories that we have about destiny, about loves that are just meant to be. For example, we have a story in the book from Lori Chidori Phillips, and this story is mind-blowing in so many ways. We first published this story in Chicken Soup for the Soul, Dreams and the Unexplainable, because the story is about dreams and it is truly unexplainable. So Lori dreamt about the man that she would eventually marry, except that he was just a little boy when she first saw him in her dreams. And she was only a little girl. She was five years old when she had this dream. So let me give you a little background first. Lori's great grandparents had emigrated from Japan to Hawaii. And they held on to some of their Japanese cultural practices, including soaking in a very hot tub called a furrow bath. So this was an important part of Lori's family life. And one night, that night when she was five years old, she had a dream that took place in an old-fashioned Japanese furrow. Her great-grandmother, with her white hair pulled into a tight bun, sat nearby crocheting in the dream and she was looking up occasionally to make sure that Lori was safe in the bath. And sitting next to Lori in the bath was a little blonde boy. He was a little older than she was. And in the dream, they didn't speak to each other at all, but she knew that they were friends. And she could tell they were friends because she had this overwhelming feeling of well-being and happiness as she sat next to him. When Lori woke up from that dream, she was happy and she knew that she wanted to spend more time with that little boy, her friend. Well, then 20 years passed and Lori was in her mid-twenties and living in California and she was in the process of breaking up with a longtime boyfriend, but she wasn't sure if she should or should not break up with him, so she prayed for guidance, asking for a sign. And then she had another dream. She says, That night, I had a dream that I saw a filmy veil that hung like a curtain across the window. I saw the shadow of a figure of a man, and my heart skipped a beat. There was someone else for me. The next day, she made a clean break from that boyfriend. And then, to go along with her new beginning, she got a new job. And one week into her new job, a blonde man walked through the door. And Lori says that something weird happened. You could feel it in the air when she and this man looked at each other. She says she felt there was something familiar about him. Anyway, the atmosphere was so charged that after the man left, the company secretary, who had been sitting at the front desk, came to Lori and asked, What was that? Something happened. What's going on? Lori didn't know what was going on, except that she wanted to see that man again. And he felt the same way. They dated, and they got to know each other. And then one day, Lori told him about those hot baths and the dream she had when she was five years old about that little blonde boy. And that's when his eyes teared up, and he told her about a recurring dream he had when he was eight. In that dream, he was in a large hot tub with an old Asian woman sitting in the background, and next to him sat a little girl with short black hair. She looked Japanese. And although they did not speak, he felt very happy to be with his playmate. He said that the dream replayed for three nights, and he was actually anxious to go to sleep each night so he could have the dream. When the dream stopped, he felt a terrible loss. It took him a while to get over it. Now, Lori says... That he grew up in a part of Texas where there were no Asians. So it's hard to imagine why he would have dreamt about an Asian family, and hard to understand how he could have known about their special hot tubs. The whole story is so startling and so very romantic. And Lori and her blonde Texas boy have been married for more than three decades now. And one tradition has continued, according to Lori. Now they sometimes sit in a large Japanese bureau, just as they did in their shared dreams, but now with their grown children alongside them. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We have another great dream story from Rachel Lee, who woke up one morning in July 2012, remembering fragments of a very vivid dream. In this dream, she was having dinner at a restaurant. With a handsome, dark haired man named Marco. As she lay in bed recalling the dream, she was surprised by how real it had seemed. But she didn't know anyone named Marco. And anyway, it was just a dream, so she decided to forget about it. She was 31, and she hadn't been in a serious relationship for a while, and she had basically given up on finding love. Rachel was living in Melbourne, Australia at that time but she started thinking about moving to another city. She couldn't explain it, but something was compelling her to move to Fremantle, which is a coastal city in Western Australia that she had always loved visiting. So she booked herself into an inexpensive hostel in Fremantle, and off she went on September 19th, a little more than two months after she had that dream about the handsome man named Marco. What Rachel didn't know was that on that exact same day, a 28-year-old Italian man had boarded a flight from Venice to Melbourne. He stayed in Melbourne for a few days, did some sightseeing, and decided he would prefer the west coast of Australia. So he took a plane to Perth, just 16 miles from Fremantle. The flight ended up being delayed by some hours, and by the time the young man landed in Perth, it was well past midnight. Too late to go searching for a hotel room. He began to settle in for an uncomfortable night's sleep on the chairs at the airport, when, as luck would have it, a flight attendant who had just finished her shift approached him. He explained the situation to her, and she offered to drive him to a hostel that was on the way to her house. And she dropped him off at the hostel that Rachel had just checked into. The rest is history. Rachel and Marco, had been together five years at the time she wrote the story, and they'd moved back to Melbourne from Fremantle, where they met. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, All You Need is Love. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button to read more about this book, and you will find it wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. You can also sign up for our newsletter and you will receive a free chicken soup for the soul story every day in your email with stories from this book and our other new bestsellers. Just go to our website and click on newsletters and you can pick the ones you want. And please come back for our next episode to hear two more stories about how listening to your dreams can lead to love.